Welcome to another edition of Conversations with Creative Women. I'm Sandy Klein. Maybe it's a sin of omission, albeit unintentional, but I can count on one hand, actually less than one hand, the number of females under the age of 20 who have been guests on this podcast. That's about to change. Thursday Williams, who joins me today, is 17 years old. In fact, she's a senior in high school. I saw Thursday in the off-Broadway play What the Constitution Means to Me, written by and starring Heidi Schreck. Heidi put herself through college by giving speeches about the Constitution, traveling from one American Legion Hall to another in cities across the United States. Inspired by those competitions, she resurrects her teenage self as she traces the document's profound impact, or lack thereof, on women, immigrants, and indigenous people. Back to Thursday, who, by the way, the audience doesn't meet until the play ends, which does so in a debate. She and Heidi pick an amendment out of a hat and go at it, arguing whether the Constitution should be scrapped, replaced, or improved. Thursday, who, by the way, is not an actress, is mesmerizing, captivating, and self-assured. She might only be 17, but she's got street cred, having participated in a variety of debates at New York University, Brooklyn Law School, through the Legal Outreach Program. Thursday had a judicial internship at the Civil Supreme Court through the Sonia and Selena Sotomayor Judicial Internship Program. I am both honored and excited to meet and get to know this powerhouse. So Thursday, welcome and thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Let's start with the obvious Thursday. Were you born on a Thursday? Yes. And is that how you got your name? Yes. Um, my name was going to be Surprise. Really? Yes, because my mother was surprised that she was having me. Um, but Thursday's a day that she will never forget. Um, it was the day that she finally stood up um, to her abusive lover. <laughs> and Who was your father? Who was my father, yes. Mm -hmm. And so it's a day that she will never forget. So she thought, hey, why not name her Thursday? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's pretty powerful. Yeah. It was life-changing for her on many levels, huh? Yeah. So why don't you take us on your road, Thursday? Here you are. A 17-year-old young woman with a lot going on in her life. Talk to us about how you got to where you got and why. The first thing that made me shift into the law field and into the debate field was my um, summer law institute at St. John's University. Back in junior high school, I was an average student. I was just the girl that everybody knew I was I was regular I wasn't I wasn't nothing special about no. you just, just your average <laughs> yeah preteen. I was mm -hmm. just passing by trying to just get my way through and you grew up in Queens New York yes, which I is, grew a, up in is Queens. a borough of New York City okay yeah. so you're just kind of doing your own thing yeah, whatever that might be I just wanted to just flow and just you know just go with the the, the waves. Mm -hmm. But um, when I did the Summer Law Institute, I had to, uh, I studied criminal law and procedures for five weeks at St. John's. And how did you get the legal outreach program? The legal outreach program. Yeah. Picked students? Yeah. It's a very competitive college readiness program. Uh, I had to do about two interviews and then I had to, it was a lot. It was an application. You had to write essays. Did someone encourage you to apply? Yes. My guidance counselor came to me with a with a paper one day and she's like, hey, you know, you should sign up for this this law program. And I'm like, sure. OK. Didn't mean much to you. No, kinda. not until we had an orientation. And I was like, oh, my God, this program is amazing. I can get all these resources. And I was like, I need to take 
advantage of this. And I when I did the Summer Law Institute, I won my mock trial. We had two mock trials, one at the uh, moot court in St. John's, and then we made it to the final round at Thurgood Marshall Courthouse, and I won. And I won, and I felt so empowered. People were listening to me. I, I, was, I was the only one that was talking at times. So it, it felt good to have the spotlight. And from then, I was like, this is what I want to do. But let me interrupt you because you started out by saying you were an average student. Mm-hmm. Th- you, that's your quote. Yeah. In other words, did the teachers or somebody see something in you that maybe you didn't see? Legal outreach saw something in me that I didn't see. And so, and so legal outreach reached out to you and you're in what grade? When I was in uh, eighth grade. Eighth grade. It starts from eighth grade. And said, hey, Thursday, we think that you should apply for this program. No, my guidance counselor told me to apply to the program. And then once I got into the program, I began to, because there's there's a summer law institute and there's a four-year college-bound program. College-bound, okay. So you, okay. Have to, you have to apply to both of them. So you have to get the summer law institute, you have to go through it, do your mock trial, complete all your homework. It's a really strict The essays have to be a certain way. You have exams every Friday. So you were going to school when most people are not going to school. Yeah, I was working really hard that summer, really, really hard. Every morning from 9 to 5, I had to have on a suit all day. It was really hot. (laughs) I was in a classroom. We had, like, office hours. We had to stay so we had to so we could study for the exams. Yeah, that was a rough summer for me. It was something new because it's like I've never, you know, all my summers, they're filled with going out. Well, and, duh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. I know. I, not that this isn't an amazing thing. Yeah. So you're working hard for five weeks over the summer. Yeah. And then the culmination of this is a mock trial? Yes, the mock trial. Do you remember what your case was? Um, it was. It's funny because it was Beyonce, and so it was. It was like a fake version of their case about the whole elevator fight. Yeah, remember Beyonce and her sister and Jay Z in the elevator. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, mm-hmm. so then they kind of made it sexy for yeah. you, as opposed and to they, something like they added more to it. There was a car accident after. It was really fun. It was really exciting. It was really fun to do that. They get a bunch of kids and they distribute them into these different law schools uh-huh. to do the five-week well, program. Yeah. You know, And then at some point, not only did it necessarily turn you on, but did it seem like a natural act for you? I mean, you know, you're working in school. I don't know how hard you were necessarily working as a student. <laughs> but then you get into a program where you just can't mess around, mm-hmm. correct? And you said nine to five. You don't go to school from nine to five. I know, yeah. And it eventually became a natural act for yeah. you? Yeah. Because it's crazy because what they do is they, they give you a stipend at the end of the program, but they're so strict, they deduct money for everything. If you didn't dress professionally one day, money's deducted. If your essay is in double space, money is deducted. If your essay is in 12-point font, money is deducted. If you, fail, if you get below 85 on the exams, money is deducted. It's really, really strict. So it's like, it's like, your money is on the line, and then you want to get into this four-year college bond program because it has all these resources for you, and it's like, you have a lot at stake No here. kidding. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That, I mean, you must have felt on some level this is what the Army is yes. like. <laughs> I only got money lost one time. What'd you and do? It's because I didn't double space my essay, and I, um, because I don't, ha- I, didn't, I don't have a printer at home, I had to send my essay to the teacher, and I sent it to him without 
double Telling spacing. Him. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, okay, okay. And he's like, sorry. So that was the only money I lost. So you said you won your case? <laughs> yes, I won them. I came, yeah, first place. First, yes. first place? Yes. Of all the students who were participating or? In my law school, yeah. So now you go, summer's over, you're going into ninth grade and now you're in high school? Yes. Okay, and now you probably have a real focus, as you were saying, right? Because you got so turned on to what happened to you over the summer? Yes. Um, my freshman my freshman year was also rigorous. Um, I took grammar for a year through the legal outreach program, and we had to go to classes on Saturdays. I still go to classes on Saturdays. And we it's, it's class from 9.45 to 2. Um, and what we do is we they give us a book. We have two weeks to study uh, a unit of the book. We have to submit... It's like a rule sheet with examples, and it has to be very detailed because they grade it and they go through it step by step. And you lose a lot of points uh, because of this. And you have to be able to come to class that Saturday and teach your the peer your peers. And you have to be able to take a test and get an 85 and higher on all 12 exams in order for you to intern at law firms. So I for the summer you for mean. the for, for my freshman year summer yeah yeah mm-hmm. I interned at three private firms and one public firm. (laughs) So when you go back to school as a freshman, are you now in honors classes? Yeah, I was taking AP classes. You're taking AP classes. So you're really kind of working as fast as you can, Mm -hmm. or you've just got a lot on your plate. Did you have much of a life? No, I still don't have much of a life. (laughs) No, it certainly doesn't sound like it. I don't, yeah. You're laughing because is it okay? It's not okay, but I have always said this to myself that it's like work hard now and rest later, You'll and, pay and off. you know I, mm-hmm. I I I reap what I sow. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm just gonna put in all my sweat and 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 tears into this right now. And when I get older, I don't want to be working so hard because I've you know I've created the platform as a you know. Yeah, I'm so, hearing you. Maybe it's okay for right now. Is it fair to say that maybe you don't really have a balance in your life between sort of the the fun and the frivolous and the hard work? I mean, work? I do find balance because I, I do take time off to, like, get my nails done and, like, <laughs> pamper myself. Uh-huh. So I, I try. I don't have that good of a balance, but I, I have a balance. And yeah. how many siblings do you have? I have five. Four of them is on my father's side, so I don't really know them that, mo- that you don't well. see them yes uh-huh. i don't see them they live in jamaica yeah the yeah. island that's where i'm from are you, are you were born in jamaica yes ah okay yes. Yeah. i just had our god uh my one-year-old brother who now lives with you yeah, you lives mean with me, yeah and how old were you when you came from jamaica to the states i was nine you know you're only 17 but you could really write your autobiography I couldn't know. you you are i mean i'm just you know, know you can park a truck in my mouth as i'm meeting and getting to know you so there's been a lot going on in your life mm-hmm. that might have not been very typical a lot of things have happened to me um i've struggled a lot i can say i've i've, I've you know, I've fallen on my face a lot. There are a lot of times when I actually felt like giving up. And, you know, I I just want to be able to, I don't know. Exhale? Don't, yeah. Oh, my God. I well, let wait. me ask you something. <laughs> Did most of your support come from school as opposed to your home life? Um, 
I mean, no. Most of my support came An encouragement. From an encouragement. I don't know. It, it came from everywhere. It was like a balance of, like, everything. You know, I have legal outreach. Like, I have, like, a very strong support system there. I can go there and, and rely on anyone to, to, to help me print or help me, like, revise a paper. You know, at home, I have my mother that's saying, like, I'm proud of you. My grandmother, who's, like, extremely proud of you. My uncle, who continues to, to like, we're extremely proud of you. And he wants me to go to theater school, which is, like, really crazy because I'm not an actress. In school, I have, like, my Spanish teacher, my principal, who is amazing. I have... Uh, like I have like a lot of people well, who have uh, been it, there. Well, well deserved. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're all rooting for you yeah. because you're really a phenomenon. So this legal summer program you did every summer. No, sophomore year I started debating at NYU. Mm-hmm. Um, I had three debates. Uh, we have to do. We have mentor. I have to meet with my mentor at least one time per each debate. I have to meet with my coach three times. We have outlines that's due at eleven fifty-five on Saturdays. It's very it's also legal outreach is a very rigorous program and my sophomore summer i had uh sat prep it was also from like nine to five (laughs) no that was from no that was nine to five we i think we had like verbal practice in the morning and then we have math section in the evening Mm -hmm. so it was like school (laughs) yeah well sort of sounds like yeah my summer and so this is what has been your life, your yeah. modus operandi here. So let's talk about how in heaven's name did you get involved in this play, What the Constitution <laughs> Means to Me. I hope I did it enough justice, no pun intended, in terms of describing what Heidi Schreck yeah. did. Talk to us about the play, your role in it. How in heaven's name did this happen? <laughs> and now to add to the mountain of stuff in your life, I you know? know. My junior year, I was president of my school. Um, of your school or of your class? Of my school. I was Bright Union's president. I was president <laughs> of the freshmen, the sophomores, and the juniors. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's a lot. I, I did a lot. <laughs> I managed, though, with my planner. And one of my goals as president was to be more involved with my school, meet teachers like you know get just get more involved with the teachers let the teachers know that i'm here for them and i have um like a lot of representative here for them so i met uh this teacher named miss Kreya, who was a theater teacher i've never had her as a teacher before but i always would uh stop by her office talk to her um help her out she would help me out and i worked with her on the black history month assembly i i became a a, a prominent part of the assembly and then i went over to do the women's assembly as well and so like i just started working with her on all these projects and we you know we 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 got to know each other uh really well um she received this email from taylor williams and she's like taylor said we're looking for a woman of color a girl of color who was curious about learning who was a excellent debater and miss cray is like i have the perfect girl for you and she 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 called me down um because I remember, I remember this day like it was yesterday. She called me down. She's like, you know, I need you to email them and let them know that you were interested in this part. So that's what I did. I was like, I'm going to email them. At first, I was like, I don't know how to act. Right. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't, I don't think this is not. I'm stepping into a whole different territory. Yeah, but I'm sure. like, you know what? Fine. I'm the game. worst that I'm can game. happen is mm. they tell me no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I... Well, you've had a lot of firsts in your, li- in yeah. your young life. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've had a lot of... <laughs> 
<laughs> um, and so what I did was I got the part, printed it out, started working with Miss Gillis, who is also another theater teacher, who is my playwriting teacher now. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I started working with Miss Gillis. And this uh, is what? When you're a junior? or A junior. A junior. Yeah. Okay. Junior year, I was really packed. And I still managed to keep my average at a 98, which oh, is like... God. <laughs> You know, I your know. name shouldn't be just Thursday Williams. You know what it should be? St. Thursday Williams. <laughs> yeah. And they give you a script? I, I got a script. I read the whole um, play. I read the whole play. And I uh, memorized both scripts because they make you pick one. Um, it's like an excerpt from the script. They give you two excerpts. They're like, pick one. You come, present it for us, and then we'll, we'll select who we think is the best. They're casting, and you're yeah, one cast. of several. One of 40 girls. One of 40 girls. Yes. What was your audition tape supposed to be? They gave me a script. I was debating. Okay, okay. <laughs> I did it. I remember calling my mom that day, and I was like, I don't think I got this, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they called me back, and they they said that we want you back for a callback. So mm-hmm. I went again. I had to memorize the other script. Um, just, like, refresh it, make sure I have it, like, properly. You know, I went. I did it. Taylor Williams. I was in court uh, because I, I remember I, had to, I was working in the Supreme Court over the summer. I was in court, and she called me, and I told my judge. I'm like, hey, you know, I have to, I have to take this. So I went in the bathroom. She's like, oh, my God, there's that. I wanted to be the first person to tell you this, but you got the job. Wow, and I'm like, you oh got my the part. God. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's when it started. <laughs> so what was that like for you to go to school <laughs> continue to be in a play how do you do this uh it was re- it was really hard um because the play you know it's it's late nights you know like it's you have to far. travel from Queens yeah, from to my, Greenwich yeah. Village which yeah. is not around the corner yeah <laughs> um so it was really difficult for me especially when I have like homework and studying to do and then the responsibility of my baby brother and like what I did was I did my homework before shows so like on the train and I'm going to the theater you know it's it's a quite a it's a long ride. I'll just do my homework on the train. I'll do my homework when I'm in my dressing room, just waiting to go on stage. And then on the train going home, I'll do my homework. And when I get home, hopefully I don't have that much homework to do. So I'll just finish what I'm just yeah. mind boggled by this. How many performances a week? Well, there are eight. Th- there are but eight. But I performers. do four. Yes, because you share with that Rose role Belly. with yeah. it with someone who's twelve years old, yes. right? Oh my god. Good. And so was Heidi Schreck, the actress who stars in this and wrote this, she was the one, for all intents and purposes, who picked you? I'm not sure. You're not? I don't know who picked me. The first time I did my audition, she wasn't there. She they wasn't recorded there. me. The second time I went back, she was there. And that's when I, I think it was her because when I spoke to her, I told her, I was like, hey, I'm going to do the Sonia and Selena Sotomayor Judicial Internship Program over the summer. She's like, it's an honor to meet you. And I'm like, it's an honor to meet you. You're like the two Obie Awards, like you won like two Obie Awards. And it's <laughs> For her play. Yeah, yes, I get it. Like, that you were stage struck. And yeah. rightly so. And right. So, did you feel that maybe were you in over your head, or the fact that you had this background of people picking you and knowing that you could handle stuff, your knees weren't knocking over this? No, my knees were knocking. Believe it or not, I've been rejected from a lot of things. Okay. A lot of programs. So you're not perfect. No. <laughs> okay. A lot of that programs straight. that I uh, I applied for. Yeah, like I, but at least I, I like I thought I would have gotten into. I didn't mm-hmm. um so i <laughs> i was like you know but it was a matter of like like i auditioned for a broadway show um like 
a week or two ago, um, I, like this email popped up. They're like, hey, we want you to audition for a uh, Broadway show, Sugarland. And it's like, my knees are knocking because I'm like, I don't know if, you know, if I'm going to get this part, but it's okay if I don't get this part right. because, you know, it's okay if I don't get this part. That means there's something else that's, you know, even more amazing out there for me to do. And if I get it, I'm just going to do it to my best of my ability. That's just how I have to. So when you're on that stage and... I was so taken with your poise. That comes from arguing cases. Yes, yes. When I do, uh, when I do my debate, especially if I know what I'm talking about, of course, and especially if I'm passionate about the topic, I embody it in a way that's like you own it. Th- yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's that's me on stage. Again, I'm not trying to patronize you, no. but I didn't know that that was how the play was going to end. Mm-hmm. And here is this debate that goes on, and then the audience votes for Mm -hmm. who they think presented the the most cogent debate and whether they believe in it or not. You're old beyond your years. They saw that you had something. Yeah. And they convinced you of that, didn't they? Where you might not have thought so otherwise. Right. Yes, especially Miss Crib. When I auditioned for the part, I auditioned with a girl who was an actress. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> why am I even doing this? I've, you know, I've, you know, I've never been on a stage before. Well, I've done Black, Black History Month Assembly, but that's like regular. Oh, that's regular. small potatoes. Yeah, that's like regular. Mm. That's just like the president is on stage, like giving a speech. Like that's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, my God, this you know, this girl is going to get this part. Like, who am I kidding? And so, like, Miss Crea had to give me, like, a reality check. Like, hey, you know, just... You have as much of a shot as as the next person. Yeah. How do you juggle all of this stuff? Legal Outreach has taught me how to use my planner and how to schedule accordingly because I'm also a sergeant for the Explorers program. What the hell does that mean? The Explorers program is a program within the precinct, within precincts. Every precinct has one. Police precinct. Police precinct. So mine is with the 103rd precinct. There's different rankings within this program. We learn codes. Um, We um, compete in competitions with uh, explorers all around New York City. Uh, was it last year? The police commissioner gave me a, a plaque for commanding officer of the 103rd Precinct. So as sergeant, like, I'm, like, at the top, and I'm responsible for, like, the explorers. And what do the explorers do? We do community service. Uh, um Christmas, we gave out presents to kids from shelters. Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving, we gave out food. We gave out turkey to people. So, you know, we we have a balance of community service and a balance of, like, learning and bridging the gap Mm -hmm. between the community and the Mm -hmm. NYPD. I still don't understand how you yeah. how you get it all done. How do you do it all? I, I schedule and I let people know my circumstances. But there's circumstances. only so many hours a day, woman. I wish there was more hours in the day. <laughs> if there are more I hours in the day, so you do more. more things. Yes. What What do more do you need more. to do, Thursday? Because there's so much that I want to do. I, I, I really, like, I'm looking to intern with uh, the district assemblywoman for uh, District 2. Manhattan District, mm-hmm. Carlina Rivera. She came to the show. Like I just wanna, I wanna put myself out there enough so that when I walk into a room or when people sing my name, my name ring bells, <laughs> and people know like that's a girl that we can give her a a a big bag full of work, and she will get it done by mm-hmm. by whenever we tell her to. I just want, I want, I want to have that established because any anybody you can go to, anybody that I've known me and I've worked with me, yeah. can tell you that like I value the things that I do. 
And I really put in the time and the effort when it comes to my education, when it comes to the exports program, when it, I'm also in the Youth Community Council program. Oh my God. For, <laughs> so the word to you, aside from commitment, yeah. is passion. Yeah. I'm I'm really passionate. I mean, I I, about... I feel it across as we're talking to each other. I also felt it on stage. I mean, you give me goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not done yet. <laughs> no, you're only just starting. I'm just starting. Yes. So, what happens to you in college? Where would you like to go? Well, I have a dream school. I didn't apply to my dream school, but it's okay because. The lovely Sonia Sotomayor uh, told me that it's You've not met her? Yeah, I've met her two okay. times. <laughs> oh, okay. I met her over the summer when I spoke to her by the elevator. I don't even know if she's going to remember me, but I I, I, uh, I spoke to her. I, she asked me about my name, and I told her the story behind my name, and she's like, your mom is a brilliant woman. And that was <laughs> that was it. And then they grabbed her and snatched her away from me. I was like, fine, whatever. At least I got to Hello. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I would like to go. There's two schools in Washington, D.C. that I wanted to go to. Is it's Georgetown American. one? No, Georgetown was one. I did take it off my list. Um, um, it's American University and George Washington University. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I selected these schools specifically because it's in the place yeah. where mm-hmm. politics is like. Yeah. And so I want to be, if I get into Washington, D.C. and establish myself, mm-hmm. I'm going to get where I need to be. And what I, because I have so many things that I want to do mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. I want my, my, I don't know if you heard about the WET program that I've always wanted, the Women's Empowerment Program that I've wanted for like, I've been dreaming about this for, since like my freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted programs for young girls like myself. So that's, I want to do that. Um, and how do you do that? <laughs> it's funny because over the summer when I worked with my judge, um, she gave me a project. She's like, you're going to be the CEO of this women's empowerment program that you've always wanted to create. Mm. And she's like, you're going to come with, you're going to come to me with a portfolio of this program, all the different aspects and parts of this program, and you're going to uh, present it to me. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. And so like we had like the woes, the woman observing educational success. And that's like a panel that's mentoring program. We have program, like this is what I'm dreaming of. We want programs that um, have like driver's ed classes for, for women, GED classes for women, um, one-on-one mentoring for not only like young girls, like 14, to you know, but women who are like 25 who, you know, maybe mm-hmm. didn't have the best support system and who didn't have, you know, some, because, you know, not everybody is like me or not everybody is like you, you know, so everybody have different backgrounds. Sure. different and they bring know. different things to right, the table. Right, yeah, right, right, Of course. Right. So I've always wanted that. Um, and I am... Applying to Mount Holyoke, uh, it's an all girls school. Girl school. Mm-hmm. Yes, one of the seven sisters. Lovely school. Um, mm-hmm. I just assumed that you were going to say, "I want to go to Harvard" or "I want to go to Yale." I know. Princeton is my dream school. Princeton is your dream school. Princeton is my dream. School. So you'll apply there? No, I didn't. <laughs> Why didn't you apply there? Because um, <laughs> okay, uh, okay, um, my SAT score okay wasn't great. Where it was. Yeah, but you got all this other stuff. I know. The people are not necessarily defined by their SAT scores. I know. Um, Maybe you're just not a great test taker. I'm not. Okay, neither (laughs) was I. I I got points for putting my name down correctly. That's about all I got. Yeah, so I didn't... I didn't try to, because I, I, like... And maybe you wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable there. Right. Do you aspire to go to law school? Yes. Oh, so that, that that's just a given. So you'll do your undergraduate, and then you'll go to law I'll school. Go to law school. I'm yes. just very curious. Do you have a social life? 
I do. You do? Yeah. Well, you sound embarrassed to say that. I mean, I'd like to think that you I maybe do. can have, I have a bit of a balance there. I have my there. best friend. I have, I have, I have a boyfriend. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and I go out a lot. But I go out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I just want to make sure you got this balance going on there I a little do. bit, you know? But you're also, I'm sure, so proud of what you've done, right? I am. I am. I am very proud. I just, I don't know. I just really, really, I just really, really, really want a successful future. That's all I want. And what makes you think that wouldn't happen I don't Thursday? Know. <laughs> Look at your track record. I guess we all have those moments of insecurity and self-doubt and we're not right. sure. And, you know, life is just not necessarily cruising down a highway. You know, right. there are bumps along the road. Right. But you seem to have, again, a really good take on what's going on in your life. Am I deifying you? Am I making you out to be a god? No. <laughs> no, you're not. Because I don't want you to think that, you know, that I don't, like, because I, I have, I have issues. Okay. <laughs> I have crazy issues. Um, I deal with a lot, especially um, with the background that I have. Yeah, you don't have a dad um, in your life. Right. And I, you know, my house and my family is, not the best. Okay. They're not the best. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have uh, I have adversity mm-hmm. all around me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I and that's why I think I work so hard because I you know I want to I want life differently. I want you know to have my own house by I'm like thirty. Mm-hmm. You know to to be living somewhere successfully with like my husband. Mm-hmm. You know like I I have these things. Dreams. I don't want to be stuck with my family stuck with this life you know mm-hmm. and so all these things that i'm doing is my yes. like escape is my gateway is my like my 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 plan a b c d e f and g well, how <laughs> how wonderful to be able to have dreams mm-hmm. and also uh, try and achieve them and they're not pie in the sky Stuff. I mean, you're working so hard, and it's not that you're sitting back and expect, "Hey, I'm entitled to this." You know, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put out. Clearly, that's not who you are at home. Do you get a lot of support? I don't. But it's it's a matter of like everybody already know if we don't pay attention to this girl, she's still gonna kick butt that's because. Right. You know, I'm self motivated. I don't need. And you're tenacious. You yeah. know what tenacious means? Yes. I, yes. That's, this is like the, the 20th time somebody described me as tenacious. Tenacious, yeah. And it's a compliment. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of people um, describe me as that. Like they support me, but it's like, like nobody supports me more than I support myself. Well, that's not a bad thing, you know, to, <laughs> like, to, to be the one who believes in yeah. me. So I know? like, I like, I'm the one because they know that even if we don't. Even if we leave this girl by herself for a month and come back, this girl is not going to stop going to school. She's not going to stop doing her homework. She's yeah. not going to stop attending her meetings and going to community council meetings and trying to find different ways to put herself out there because that's just the type of person that I am. Mm-hmm. And the the goals and the dreams and the aspirations that I have, it's coming. Yeah, I got it. I, I, I'm <laughs> I got that. And and, and, and I buy into I that. Absolutely. You know, I think that's the perfect way to end with so upbeat and so full of hope and enthusiasm and optimism. So I make this offer to you. Will you come back? Sure. And then we'll have like a part two with Thursday and okay. see where you've gone and what you've done. And I, I am not 
Yeah, I am gushing. <laughs> I feel very blessed. <laughs> A, to have seen you in what the Constitution means to me, and then to have had this added bonus of getting to know you and having a conversation with you. You're honest. You're open. You're enthusiastic. Yes, you're tenacious. Thank you're bright. You. I mean, the list is endless. I mean, if I just kept going, they'd, you know, the tape, we'd run out of tape. <laughs> I know we're going to hear great things from Thursday Williams. And on Friday and Saturday ah, and Sunday and Monday. Yes, it's um, it's been truly my honor and pleasure to have met and gotten to know you. Thank you. Continued success, and you keep me in the loop. Okay. okay? Thank you. Thank you so much. Join us for another edition of Conversations with Creative Women. I'm Sandy Klein. <laughs>